Wake up. It's time to connect to the source. This is Heart to Heart, your everyday life with God, where we expound on real Christian living, encourage you to let go of religion, and take up a true relationship with God. Recognize God as your partner today. Here is your host, Kiandra Redman. As y'all know, this is Heart to Heart, and I am your host, Keandra Redman, all right? All right, we're going to pray, open up a prayer this morning, and then we're going to go head on. We're going to worship and get into these questions, all right? Y'all can actually start sending y'all questions in now if y'all have any, and we'll answer them um, according to who sent the question in first, okay? Father God, we come before you this morning, Father God, on this good Friday, Father God, ready, Father God, to celebrate you, Father God, and all that you've done for us, Father God, and all that you're still doing for us, Father God, because you're still faithful, God. You remain faithful, Father God. You are the same God today that you were yesterday, Father God, and you remain that same God forever, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for everything, Father God. Thank you for you, Father God. Thank you for your faithfulness, Father God. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Father God, for choosing us, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for seeing us, Father. For loving us unconditionally, Father God, and releasing your grace to us, Father God. Thank you for choosing to show us mercy, Father God. Instead of giving us what we deserve, Father God, you give us mercy, Father God. Thank you so much, Father. Father God, thank you for being our Father God, our Daddy. Father God, you know that um, if we have any needs, Father God, I thank you, Father God, that you meet them, Father God, because every any time we have a need, Father God, that is an opportunity for you to show us once again that you are still in our corner and you still have our backs, Father God. We know you as faithful, Father God. Even when we are not faithful, Father God, you are still faithful, Father God, because you can't deny who you are, Father God. You can't deny yourself, so you can't deny us, Father God. We are your children. We are your offspring, Father God. Father God, so thank you for being a great daddy to us, Father. Father God, I thank you so much, Father, for this moment. Father God, as me and Jasper go forth in this moment, Father God, I thank you, Father God, that it is pleasing to you, Father. Let your will be done this morning, Father God. Let your will be done. Let everything that come out of our, out of our mouth be inspired by you, Father. Father God, we decrease in this moment right now. We decrease so that you can increase, Father God. This is your platform. Do whatever it is you want to do, Father God. Say whatever it is you want to say, Father. Father God, I thank you for boldness, Father God, to speak the truth, Father God, but to speak it in love, Father. Not to offend, only to help, Father God. I thank you that the people's ears are open, Father God, to hear you, not us, Father God, but to hear you through us, Father God. We are gateways for you, Father God. We are gateways for you, Father God, willing and obedient, Father God, to be used by you in this moment, Father God. Father God, I thank you so much. In Jesus' name, we declare all these things according to what your precious son did on the cross for us. Amen. Amen. Hey, Aunt Steffi, good morning. And anybody else that's on is showing me people on here, showing me the number, but I can't see your picture, so I don't know who you are, but good morning. All right, good morning. Um, We're going to go ahead on, and we're going to worship. I actually got a quite a few songs. I'm not sure if I'm going to get to all of them. I don't even know how it's going to mix. <laughs> I just know that today is Good Friday, and um, yeah, man, I just wanted to celebrate, celebrate what our Savior has done for us, okay? I want to celebrate what he's done for us. Technically, you know, we don't really know the times and the dates and all that stuff, but today will be considered the day um, that he died, and Sunday will be considered the day that he rose. So I just look at it all as one big victory. So we, that's what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate the victory that Jesus paid for for us. All right. So I know I'm going to start off with a song. It's called He Lives in Me by Sanak. Um, she's an African lady, but I love her music. Um, 
some of the other ones. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to all of these. I'm just going to let the Holy Ghost lead me through the worship. Um, Y'all know the anthem. Hallelujah. Y'all know that. Um, And Greater by Ty Delaney. And I might do a... um. What is that? I might do a little bit of Still Believe by Kim Walker Smith. Like I said, we don't know. I don't know how this is about to pop out, but <laughs> if y'all know the songs, worship with me. If y'all don't know the songs, listen to the words and let it minister to you. All right? All right? Hey, Anya. Good morning, girl. All right, let's go. What a miracle it is that Jesus is alive. Yeah, we lift in holy hands to him as a witness that he lives. Yes, for we know that that same spirit that raised him from the dead. It's that same spirit that's alive in me forever. Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty. Cause he lives in me, Jesus is alive, the tomb is empty, hallelujah, and death could not hold him down, my heart is full, cause he lives in me, what a miracle it is that Jesus is alive. Yes, we're lifting holy hands to him as a witness that he lives. Yes, for we know that that same spirit that raised him from the dead is that same spirit that's alive in me forever jesus is alive the tomb is empty hallelujah and death could not hold him down my heart is full cause he lives in me jesus is alive the tomb is empty hallelujah and death could not hold him Cause he lives in me and death could not hold him down. No, death could not hold him down. Death could not hold him down. And he lives in me. Death could not hold him down. Death could not hold him down. No, death could not hold him down. And he lives in me. So death could not hold me down. Death could not hold me down. Death cannot hold me down. Cause he lives in me. And fear cannot hold me down. Fear cannot hold me down. Oh, fear cannot hold me down. Cause he lives in me. No failure cannot hold me down. Failure cannot hold me down. Oh, failure cannot hold me down. Cause he lives in me. 
nothing can hold me down. Cause nothing could hold him down. Hey, nothing can hold me down. Cause he lives in me. Nothing can hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. And he lives in me. Nothing could hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. Yeah, nothing could hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. Hey, nothing can hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. No, nothing can hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. No, nothing could hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. Nothing could hold him down. Hey, and death could not hold him down. No, yes, he is the risen king. Yeah, forever seated in majesty. Yes, you are the risen king. So we cry, hallelujah. You have won the victory. you have won it all for me and death could not hold you down jesus you are the risen king yes seated in majesty You are the risen King, so we cry, hallelujah, Lord, you have won it all for me, Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, you have won the victory, and death could not hold you down, no, cause you are the risen King, yes, seated in majesty, yes. You are the risen King. Almighty Savior, you never fail. You hold all power. There's never a challenge or a to worry cause we always win cause you're great and there's no one like you you're true and there's none comparing to you great and there's no one like you you're never ending never ending no oh my almighty savior you cannot fail Lord, you hold all power, Jesus. And there's never a challenge or a need to worry. Cause we always win. Yes, you're great. And there's no one. 
true and none comparing to you greater and there's no one like you you're never ending never ending no oh you're never ending no oh and no sickness is stronger than you and no power is greater than you there's no wisdom that's wiser than you cause you're greater yes you're greater oh, oh, oh. no sickness is stronger than you jesus no power is greater than you no wisdom is wiser than you because you're greater you're greater one more time yes no sickness is stronger than you and no power is greater than you no wisdom is higher than you cause you're greater you're greater Jesus you are greater Yes, you are stronger. Yes, you are wiser. Yes, you are higher, Jesus. Yes, you are higher, Jesus. You are higher, Jesus. Yes, you are greater, Jesus. Yes, our God is greater and our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any and our God is healer, and yes, you're awesome in power, our God, oh, our God, our God is greater, and yes, you are stronger, we declare you are higher than any other and yes you are healer and you're awesome in power our god our god is the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free our god is the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free you're the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free in you you are the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free we still believe we still believe that you are king. 
still believe you, God. We still believe that you are king. We still believe that you reign and rule over everything. We believe, we believe, we believe that you're the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free you're the highest power no darkness cannot stand we're no longer bound to sin we are free and i That you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I, I still believe that your blood is sufficient. More than enough for me, Jesus, I still believe, I still believe, I'll always believe, I still believe. All right, so y'all got y'all questions? Y'all got y'all questions ready? Because we're going to go ahead and we're going to start. All right. We're going to welcome. Hold on. We got some people on here. Hey. Hi, everybody. I'll shout y'all out at the end of the show. Okay. For the sake of, sake of time. Okay. But we're going to go ahead on and we're going to welcome Pastor Jay. Where's Pastor Jay? I thought Pastor Jay was up in here. All right. Well, I'm going to keep on talking until he show up. <laughs> Pastor Jay, we ready for you. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, please have y'all questions ready. All right. Let me see if anybody sent anything in. Let's see. Hey, Aunt Phyllis. All right. Hi, Desi. All right, y'all. We're going to welcome Pastor Jay here. Wallace, okay. All y'all on this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all don't show me that kind of love, but I... I ain't gonna even be salty. I'm just joking with y'all. Y'all come on, let's welcome Pastor Jay this morning. All right, come on. See these, they they in here. I guess, I don't know what it is. I guess, what you call yourself? What you say you be doing? You be dripping? You be dripping with the anointing of God. I, I guess, guess that's what it is. I guess that's the anointing that's drawing them in this they morning. They just don't like you. Whatever, whatever. But anyway. I'm trying to see, does anybody have a question before I ask mine? I would prefer you ask yours, but by all means, to get this thing started, I will break the ice if nobody else is going to do it. Somebody. Let's see. All right, I want to make sure I ain't missing nobody here. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead on the X mine first then. I'll uh, tell you one thing. Uh, I'm tired of this dang quarantine crap. I'm ready to go outside. <laughs> for real. I ain't even lying. I'm ready to go back to work. I've been out of work for almost a month because of this stupid stuff. I'm ready to shoot. Lay hands on this nation to go back to work. Right? Let's do it. For real. One man can change the world because one man did. Okay. Shoot, man. I'm tired of hearing baby sharks. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing bubble guppies. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing Umizumi. I'm tired of hearing Clifford. I'm tired of hearing Dora. I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of watching Netflix. Oh, man. Shoot, for real. For real, ain't too much shit. We didn't watch. We didn't got through a whole season of stuff. Well, a whole series of stuff. That's supposed to take four years to watch. In, like, what, a week? Okay, somebody asked a question. Miss Claire. Cummings. She says, in times like this, and I'm assuming you're referring like to the, what he's talking about, like the quarantine due to the coronavirus. In times like this, how do we stay hopeful? We remember who Jesus is and what he did when he walked this earth. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and then stop watching the news. I mean, if you, if you know that you have a challenge with fear, 
that's all the news do. The news fill you up with here. Um, I think uh, it's Joyce mm-hmm. Meyer. She said she only listened to like the first um, 15 minutes. First 15 minutes. That's when the most important stuff come out. And after that, they fill you up with who got shot in your neighborhood, uh, who got killed last night driving on the road and stuff. Stop watching. If you know you have a child in the fear, stop watching the news. I mean, <laughs> it ain't too much going on anyways. Ain't nobody going nowhere right now. She's saying, oh, okay, she's saying in her case, it's not so much so fear. She's saying she lost her new job and it's getting hard to be positive. Because, you know, a lot of people didn't lost their jobs, you know, due to this thing. I don't know, you know. Wait, what well, that's you? when I go back to it, man. We got to remember who Jesus is and what he did when he walked this earth. Like, we ain't got time to be sitting around, moping around and stuff like that. Like, we just got to remember who Jesus is and what Jesus did when he walked this earth and just live by that. I remember a time, um, it was way before this virus thing or whatever, um, you know, his bomb. I'm sorry, because that's where the enemy want us. The enemy want us in a place where... We get depressed. The enemy want us in a place where we get sad. That's what that's what the enemy want us. Cause if he get you to, it's a challenge to get out of that place mm-hmm. and whatever. So the, my best advice for you is to remember who Jesus is and remember what Jesus did when he walked this earth. I mean, he's our best. He's the best example in the Bible on how to walk, how to walk this earth. So that's my best answer for you. Remember what Jesus did and remember who remember who he is and remember what he did when he walked this earth. And you yeah. said how to stay positive. I remember a time when um, you know, Jasper had to end up quitting a job because they were just like totally totally um against him. You know, he was young, first of all, he was the youngest one in the company. Um, and then his skin color and, you know, they, they, they always saw him as, oh, he's so young. He don't know how to run no store. He can't be a store manager. So they just got to the point where they were really gunning for him and trying to take his job from him. And, um, you know, God has set up a, uh, opportunity for him to go to another job, but the process that he went through, you know, it took almost a month for the background checks and everything. So he had quit the job, not even knowing when he was going to start the new job. And it was a month. Let me say this. I quit the job. I quit that job based on, based on God. I didn't even know if I had the other job or not. God said, quit this job. You going, the other job is yours. And I said, God, look, uh, <laughs> uh, I need my money and whatever. And he was like, look. We had just had a baby, too. Yeah, we had just had baby. promise. Yeah. Right. And I was like, look, guy, uh-uh, I need this job. And he was like, look, let this job go. I got you. And look, he sustained us that whole month. I went without a job, so. Yeah, and when I say that money, like, honestly speaking, money came. I'm, I'm trying to encourage you, Claire, to understand that God saw this coming before you did. And because he is a good, like I always say, I don't like to so much as say God so much a father because he's our daddy. He's our real daddy. OK, like he would do anything like Jasper would do anything for promise and BJ. That's my children. He would literally give his life for them. Well, he, God did give his life for you. You his child. And even though this is hard, it's tough, it's challenging. I would truly encourage you to um, get in your word read scriptures stay 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 saturated in the word because this right here can be a great opportunity for your faith to increase for your faith to go to a whole nother level because when you go through things you know the more you go through i truly believe it's like another notch on your belt you can minister to somebody effectively when you go through it yourself like if you haven't been through something yourself you can't tell somebody else how to get through something you see so we've been through him not having a job for a substantial amount of time and god showed us hey i'm still your daddy i'm still gonna take care of you you will not go without we've been in situations where we have been close to losing our vehicles and god came through like man look when i tell you god will come through he will show himself faithful to you. So I'm encourage you hang in there, baby. Um, like I said, get in your word. Um, if you find if you like somebody or, or t- like they call it televangelist or whatever, um, find somebody who's gonna what? What's televangelist? <laughs> the, the 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 people that's on TV like Joyce Myers and oh. you know what that is. I might I be standing wrong. Y'all know who I am. <laughs> Anyway, find somebody that you can latch on to 
you know, but most of all, latch on to God in this situation, okay? Get in your word, worship, okay? And and every day be expecting. I can't I can't express that enough because so much so many times the enemy tries to rob our expectations, okay? Tries to rob our expectations, you know, to try to have us um just to be all down and hopeless. Stay hopeful. Stay hopeful by standing your word, standing in God's presence, and watch God bring you through this. And matter of fact, when he do bring you through it, please let us know. Inbox me. Let me know how God came through. I'll be praying for you, you know, because we, we know how that feels. But we also experience God's goodness in the midst of that. And we'll definitely be, we'll definitely be praying for you that God will do the same for you because we know he will. But, like I said, let this be an opportunity to grow you in your faith, okay? All right. I know I'm about to get off subject, but one thing you can't be hopeful about is the Houston Texans. Like I, I'm just, Next. So, I'm totally done with this team. Like Next. I think I'm become a, um, I think if, not the Cowboys. If, if they make, if they Can't pick up, if they pick up Cam Newton, I'm a Cowboys fan. Anyway, okay, so Aunt Phyllis says, what do y'all suggest families do to celebrate with these three days of historical events? in the life of Christ. Like she's saying, through from Good Friday to Sunday, what would you encourage families to do? How would you encourage families to celebrate? Yeah, she said, y'all, you got this one. <laughs> I would truly encourage y'all, if y'all ain't too scared to go to the store, go get some Welch's or wine or whatever, whatever, you know, because they did drink wine back in the day for communion. It wasn't no Welch's. <laughs> All right? So I ain't telling you to sin. I'm just telling you, you know, that you can't get your little, little sippy sip. ain't to drink anyways. But I, babe, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I'm everybody, just saying, you know. You got to clear up some misunderstandings in the body of Christ because ministers sometimes don't know what they be talking about and they'll feed their congregation with, hey, you know, it's a sin to drink. If it's a sin to drink, then why did Jesus turn water into wine? This so you mean to, to tell me Hold on. So you mean to tell me that Jesus would do something that causes me to sin? So that's that's what that's what's wrong with the body of Christ. Most ministers don't know what they be talking about sometimes, and they go out and they say what they heard instead of going and searching the scripture and finding out the truth. The truth about that's it. That's what. Because a lot of times I'm, we stick to tradition. Don't, you don't, know. Don't get me started this morning, Keandra. I'm not trying to get you started. I'm trying to answer a question. <laughs> she um she's saying what I would I would advise any of y'all um to definitely cel we celebrate you know Christ um but a way that I would do it is to definitely go get you some Welch's or some wine or however you want to do it go get you some crackers or whatever okay and and take communion with your family all weekend and matter of fact make that a part of your everyday life like me and Jasper we need to do it more. But I keep some Welch's in my refrigerator. I keep some crackers in my pantry, you know, and it's a great it's a great way to go back to the basics. It's the it's the best way to go back to the starting starting point um, of where you like. What's that? How did, what's that song? Something y'all know. Um, at the cross, at the cross, where I first found the light. Y'all know that song. It's a great, he don't know it, but I know it, and I know y'all know it. It's a great way to put your focus back <laughs> on funny. Christ and what he did, okay? <laughs> it's a great way. So I would encourage, you know, anybody, you know, yeah, cook your food, fry your fish, do your crawfish, or whatever you're going to do, but, you know, don't forget about the blood and the benefits because he paid a great price for us. He paid a price for us, for us to live a victorious life, okay? Live life above the standard of the world. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about being sinless and all. I'm not talking about that, you know, because our sins are covered. Y'all know I just did a series about living above the, mean, the means of Christ, okay? So we're living, living within the means of Christ. No more living beneath the means of Christ, okay? We got to come up higher, okay? And like I said, that's a great way to remind you of what Jesus did and a great way to celebrate because the Bible says do this often. All right. In remembrance of him. All right. Anybody else got a question? I'm trying to make sure I'm hitting it. Hey, ain't I owner? Right. Exactly. You know, I'm supposed to get drunk. But it's not a sin for you to have a little sip every now and then. The Bible says drink some wine for your infirmities. All right, all right. All right, so y'all send it in. Ooh, okay. Goodness. All right, let's see here. What are we about to do? I'm about to I'm about to read a question. All right, I'm gonna ask a question this morning about faith. And I'm gonna ask you a personal question, okay? 
I'm going to ask you a personal question. Because I truly believe that, like the Bible said, we were overcome by the blood, blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So we have to be, you know, honest with each other, okay, because it's transparency that frees people. So how has coronavirus affected you in your faith? Whether it's in a negative way or positive way, it's a free zone. Ain't nobody judging you, all right? We only got one God. But how has the coronavirus affected you in your faith? It ain't affected my faith at all. I mean, um, only thing it affects is my living. I can only, I only get to stay at home now. But other than that, it ain't affecting my faith at all. I honestly believe that um, I try. I try my best to walk, to walk this, to walk this walk mm -hmm. the best way. I try my best to walk this walk like Jesus did when He walked the earth, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I honestly believe if I came in contact with somebody that had Corona, I can lay my hands on them mm -hmm. and they'll get healed, and I won't even have to face whatever they they went through because um, if you search your scripture, um, I think it's in Mark. Uh, leprosy. Jesus oh, okay. was healing people with leprosy. Leprosy is a contagious disease, a contagious skin disease. And mm -hmm. I did my research on it. Um, so. If Jesus was healing people with leprosy, and he never got it, and he then, was touching them. He was exactly. He was putting his hands on them. So I mean, um, and you're an offspring of Christ. Yeah, if you're the offspring of Christ, you got to go out there. And we if we say we're gonna do the thing. If Jesus said we got we're gonna do the things he did, and even greater, then I mean, we got to do things he did even greater. Go out there and lay them hands on the people and get them people healed, man. <laughs> That's, that's that's honestly how I feel. I feel like if I'm gonna walk this, if I'm gonna walk this walk the way that Jesus did, I gotta do the things He did. And He wasn't running away from people because yeah. they were sick. He was running to them, trying to get them healed. They they was bringing people to Jesus for Jesus to heal them. And only place where I see in the Bible where Jesus was wasn't able to do many miracles is from where He's from. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to get accepted when people know you know when you grew up know how you grew up and knew you when you was little mm -hmm. and but other than that if you search the scripture everywhere jesus went he healed thousands and thousands of people so yeah i mean it ain't affecting my faith at all like i said i believe if i come in contact with somebody that has corona i can lay my hands on them and they'll get healed i mean I gotta walk this i gotta walk this walk the way jesus did when he walked this earth so hey the thing for me is, I'm not gonna lie, it, I've been up and down, like, honestly speaking, but I will say this. Um, because I, let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you why. Because I remember this one, this, I'll never forget, I will never forget this, because um, I think every week I think about this. It was this, um, I was working for a company, and this guy, he came in, he had, he was blind. And whatever, and he was on his, I don't know what the thing called, a little stick he had. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, God told me, say, hey, go lay hands on that man. He gonna, his sight gonna recover. I was like, okay. So, to make a long story short, I didn't do it. So, the man walked in. The man walked in blind, and you left out blind. Due to me not being obedient to God. And whatever, and, and... And I don't ever want that to be the case ever again with me because I want to be obedient to God and I want to do the things that God did when he walked this earth. So if I know some people might be terrified to be in the same room as somebody that has Corona. I'm not because, like I said, first, I'm covered by the blood, mm -hmm. so can't nothing touch me. Mm -hmm. Second. Like I said, I got to walk this walk the way Jesus did when he walked this earth. He wasn't running away from people because they were sick. He was running to them, and he was saying, hey, bring them to me. Bring them to me. Let me get these people healed. I'm mean, One of the funniest scriptures in the Bible to me when somebody got healed is when they peeled that roof back mm. and dropped that man down in the middle. <laughs> that was some that determination. Was funny. That, that was, that was funny yeah. to me. But, I mean, hey. But like I said, some people, some people, faith is not there, yes. and whatever. And I'm not knocking you because your faith not there. If you're not there, then hey, you're not there. But the thing is, let's not stay there. Let's let's continue, let's continue to grow our faith. Let's continue to get out there. And and if you can't touch somebody that has Corona, then go buy some groceries for some people that need some groceries or yeah. something like that. You know what I'm saying? And whatever. But 
I you can I... tell. Here's the thing, and that's going to lead me to my next question because, like he said, you know, if you're not there in your faith, that's fine. You know, no, every nobody. Jesus is the only one out there, you know, because he's God. He was God and man. But, you know, we, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we have we have his spirit on the inside of us, but we have flesh as well. And we have levels. You see, we're supposed to go from faith to faith. So you don't start at your highest point of faith. You know, you have to get there. You have to get there, you know. Um, but as the church, okay, as the church, because we are the church, right? As the church, we are supposed to be making an impact, on this world. So, that leads me to my next question. Man. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's it. You can ask God for faith because he is the giver of faith. Okay? God is the giver of faith. He gives all of us a measure of faith. Okay? My next question, if y'all don't have one, <laughs> I mean, I'll say she'll go, she'll buy groceries and she'll pray for them and she'll cash out for them. <laughs> Well, that's your reach. That's where you at, ain't I on it? And that is fine. That is fine. And and don't and don't and and like I like I said, man, don't feel bad. Yeah, because, man, don't let like, nobody beat you up about it. Cause you don't, cause you're not there, and whatever. I mean, it's a it's a process. It is. It's a process, man. You don't just walk in the kitchen and chicken is just fried by itself. It's yeah. a process, man. Yeah, and then guys, actually, guys been working with me on that because I tend to be too hard on myself and I'm hard on other people. And God was like, hey, man, you know, God had to check me. Everybody is at different levels in their faith. And even if someone has been pretending to be somewhere and then stuff like this shows that they really not what they are, that's not really for me to judge. OK, but it is for me to understand you learn from those situations. You don't want to be like that, pretending that you high in faith and you're really not, you know, because then you have people that's looking at you, you know, and they think you, you know, high in your faith and they following you. And then when you show them that you're not, you know, it kind of, you know, rocks they boat in they faith. But that's when God had to show me that, you know, that's because you're not properly lashed on, right? You're supposed to be lashed on to me that way. Nobody, if somebody else stopped believing me today or tomorrow, it shouldn't affect your belief in me, you know? You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, you are where you are in your faith and you have to keep your eyes on your own plate. You know, I'm now, what I've learned through this virus is I'm not going to even look, I'm not going to look to this and that person as far as where they are in their faith. I'm just going to identify where I am and do what I can do to get myself where I need to be because Jesus did leave us a charge. He did say that he wants us to do the work that he did and Mm -hmm. greater. So if I'm trying to get to the greater, I got to first master what he did. And that's going to require enough faith right there. So I got to get to that point before I can even get to the greater. So it is a process. We go from glory to glory, faith to faith. But let me ask this next question. I'm keep talking because I want y'all to send in some questions. This next question is, what what impact do you think Jesus is expecting us to make on this world during this pandemic? Man, this is honestly this is one of the best times for um oh my god. What you want me to say? Because I don't want to say what I what I'm about to say. I want to say what you want me to say. See, sometimes I gotta. Can you repeat the question, please? Yeah. What impact do you think Jesus is expecting us to make on this world during this pandemic? All right. So this is like, this is the best time for the real to show. Okay. I'm going to say that. This is the best time for Christians to really like stand up. Like, um, because if you look, the world is in a state of fear right now. Mm-hmm. Perfect love casts down fear so this is the this is the best time for us to show everybody love for one and this is the best time for us to point everybody back to the cross mm-hmm. for two and whatever uh and, and that's what i believe jesus is expecting us to do love people and point everybody and point people back to the cross point people back to him and what he did and whatever not not feed into um not feed into the fear not um not be scared ourselves and whatever. Remember what he did on the cross and show people love, man. Like, really show people love, man. Even if people pissing you off, still show them love. Can I say that on your show? (laughs) 
pissing me off. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm sorry, Christians. I should have said that. <laughs> uh, what? I've been I've been in quarantine too long. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not a curse word. Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, but I, I asked that question because y'all know I've been ministering um, since I started season three of Heart to Heart about living within the means of Christ. And honestly, we are supposed to be making an impact. If um, if ain't nobody else standing up right now, we should be. You know, and I'm talking about the church as a whole. We should be because if we're supposed to, the Bible says that we are to compel. Go into the highways and the byways and compel them. Okay, we have to compel them. Hey, but honestly, look, the Bible do say we're supposed to compel people to Christ, and this is the best time to compel somebody to Christ right now. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Because and and the reason why I said that is because how are we going to get people to believe that Christ is and that his power is supreme and that his blood is sufficient and 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 you know we sing all these worship songs and we preach these messages but how are we going to get the world cuz y'all do know we are here for God so loved the the world right not the christians that's our mission that's our mission not so, just the christians not just the christians right for God so loved the world, our whole mission is to reach as many of them as possible, to hook as many of them as possible and lead them to Christ. So when Christ comes back, okay, people, we it won't be so many people still left here or people going to hell, you know, even though the Bible tells us that everybody, you know, we're not, we know everybody's not going to be saved, but as many as them that can be, you know, Christ is charging us to reach them and the impact we're supposed to be making, like he said, show love, right? And lead them back to the cross. But what God has been really putting on my heart, and this is what my faith has been stretching it, because like I said, when I read read those stories in the Bible, I thought they was just like fairy tales. They was nice to read and stuff, you know. But I didn't think I could do it, you know, even though Christ said, I want you to do what I did in greater. But we're supposed to be making an impact. And I think one of the greatest ways to make an impact is to demonstrate the power of God, you know, facts seriously, because the Bible says, I think it's in Mark, um, somewhere that is either Mark or Matthew is one of them M's. Okay. That for those who believe, right. These things shall follow, right. You should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And it's a whole lot of stuff. You will, you know, eat or drink of poisonous, deadly things and they won't harm you. And, you know, it's so much stuff in the Bible that, that we are supposed to be living up to that we're living beneath, you know, that's why I did that series, No More Living Beneath the Means of Christ. Like, you first have to identify who you are in God. You see what I'm saying? First, identify who he is, and then you'll find out who you are, and then you can start living up to that standard. But the impact that we're supposed to be making, we're supposed to be demonstrating, okay, the power of God, demonstrating the love of God. You see what I'm saying? Demonstrating the benefits of the cross. We have that power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. We have that power. How do we tap into it? We got to, like I said, we have to start connecting to God. You see what I'm saying? Make him, make him as real in our life as possible. Make him a reality. So these things that we're this greater that we're supposed to be doing, you know, we supposed to do what he did and greater. We can start doing that thing. Me personally, I just don't want to be, uh, you know, a Christian that's saying, oh, I'm going to heaven. Now, I want to experience the life that Jesus did on this earth, man. You know, within them three years, three years, he did all of that. I've been here for 27 years. I did none of that hardly. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, it's a disconnect here. You know, something ain't right. You see, so honestly, we're supposed to make an impact on this world. And one, he gave two ways. He said, demonstrating the love of God, right? You said demonstrating the love of God, and you said point them back to the cross. I add demonstrate the power of God, and that's going to be through you connecting. Hey, hey, you can't be adding stuff to what I said. Well, even though this is ex Pastor J. Exactly. Now, and I am the host. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's ex Pastor J, <laughs> not ex Pastor J and Keandra. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm anyway, with you. anybody got a question? Hey, and then uh, um, go ahead. And then another thing is, uh, a lot of people um, probably be like, well, uh, how do I grow my faith? Uh, that was another question I had. Faith comes by hearing, 
and hearing right. the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want your faith to grow, you got to keep the word of God around you, right? And um, I mean, first of all, the best way that I keep myself, um, the best way that I grow my faith is um, um, is I read my word for myself. I very rarely listen to somebody minister the word right mm -hmm. uh and people be like well why is that it's my own personal <laughs> my own my own personal thing that that i that i do and whatever i like to read the word for myself and i like god to give it to me for me and whatever night go and i'm not knocking nobody if y'all do this it's just something that i that i do that mean it's something that me and God got going on here, and whatever. Um, I like to get the the word from the from the source first, right? And then I go listen to whoever I want to listen to, if it's um, and I really don't even listen to that many people, man. Uh, what I probably listen to like what two percent Travis Green, two uh, percent, two percent of them. Like I I rarely I rarely listen to it, right? Um, um, Apostle Rennie, I listen to Apostle Rennie. You listen to Crap uh, Lolly. I, I listen to Pastor Dollar. I like Pastor Dollar. He cool. He he got some swag on him. He got that drip. Um, <laughs> I seen one time he had on some J's. I like that. Them J's cool, man. Dang. Um, who else? Um, I listen to our Apostle, of course. Right. Um, Apostle Randolph. Uh, other than that, that's I think that's probably it. That's my play. That's my list right there, man. Other than that, that's probably about it. Yeah, I hear my baby in there. <laughs> well, we got a heavy one. We got a heavy one. We got a heavy load, heavy load, heavy load. But I mean, they act so we're gonna address it. Um, I'm just gonna <laughs> read what she said. You know, uh, she said me and my sister was talking about this. Why? The, why are the pastors not on the front line laying hands on the sick? People are dying and they are called. We are not stepping in the church. They they are cowards. God can't use. No, they are cowards and God can't use coward soldiers. Uh, That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. Leave it to my family, my people, my people, my people. <laughs> I love y'all though. Um, that's a deep one. What you got, Pastor Jay? Uh, what's the question again? Let me see. Um, I guess she's saying, why are these pastors? Um, you know, she was talking about this with her sisters, and she's saying, why are these pastors not on the front line laying hands on the sick? Um, people are dying in their cars. Why? Why? And why aren't uh, pastors on the front line laying hands on the sick. Right. It could be two things. So, so number one, um, um, let's say, let's use this for example. Let's say, uh, no, I'm not gonna use you. Uh, let's say I know somebody and they sick, right? Right. And um, and I tell them, look, man, I can come make sure you, I can basically get you healed mm-hmm if they faith not there then 10 times out of 10 it ain't gonna work for them mm -hmm. and whatever that's you're one. saying if the person that they're laying hands on faith yeah. isn't where it need to be you mm -hmm. can touch them and they won't be healed yeah because okay because uh -huh. they don't believe uh-huh and whatever and that's what this life all all come down to is believing mm -hmm. and whatever then second of all secondly is probably because they faith ain't where it's supposed to be you talking about the pastors and yeah it's probably because they faith ain't where it's supposed to be at which is <laughs> okay father yeah it's probably because they uh man because can i say that please okay you're right you you're in control here um it's and it's probably because they it's not probably it's because of their faith is not where it needs to be and whatever and that's all i can say that's how you release um that it goes to what i was saying earlier ain't hilda um some people you know and i know um i'm i'm not in ministry like i got a church or nothing like that but um you know as a person that's proclaiming to be a minister of god um one thing you have to understand is we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard because 
technically we are supposed to be leading people okay I'm talking about all the people called to the fivefold ministry pastors prophets apostles teachers evangelists when you when you have that kind of anointing on your life you definitely have to hold yourself to a higher standard. Now, granted, you're not perfect, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. You're not perfect. They're not perfect. You know, they're men and they're women of God. But here's the thing. They're men and women of God. They're not God. But here's the thing that God had to show me, because I told you I'm hard on myself, and therefore I'm hard on a whole lot of other people. And I'm not going to lie. I expected more from the pastors and the prophets and the pastors. I, I expected more, too, you know, as a believer and as a person that's following, you see, because I'm a part of the flock. You see, we are all under somebody, okay? We're all under somebody. And when you look to your leader, okay, and they're not standing, that kind of shakes you in your faith a little bit because you're connected to these people. You know, you're connected to this person. And when you don't see them standing, you know, you're like, wow, okay, well, if you panicking, then shoot, I need to panic, you know? And so I really think the message that was sent off, you know, I know you're talking about the closing of the doors and stuff like that. I think the message that was sent off to the world, and I'm not even talking about the believers, you know, just to the world was that not even Christ can save you. You know, that's the message that was sent off, you know, not even Christ in this, in this situation, not even Christ can save you. When the doors close, everybody like, okay, well, the church closing too, you know, you know, and church is supposed to be a beacon of hope, a place where you run to, um, you know, for hope and strength and refuge and stuff like that. So I get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. You're saying that God can't use a coward soldier. It is honestly, when you're called, when you have that kind of anointing in your life, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard, okay, than your flock, you know, because if you fold, your flock will fold. You see what I'm saying? And honestly speaking, what God showed me through this is this is where you have to watch those fleshly connections. If you're too connected to your pastor, your man or your woman of God, if they fall, it's a possibility that you will fall. This is where you have to hold on to God for yourself, you see, and, and work this word out for yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because the pastors and the prophets, yeah, they're supposed to lay hands and stuff on people too, but you, us, we have that same power. So if they're not doing it, my question, like I would, would ask me, okay, if they, okay, they're not doing it, what are you going to do? How can you do it? You see what I'm saying? How can you reach people? You see what I'm saying? So honestly speaking, yeah, they are men and they're women of God, okay? And they are human. It's not an excuse. I'm not making an excuse. I get it because as leaders, you are supposed to be strong. You are supposed to stand even if you're afraid. Like that pastor in Florida, that pastor in Louisiana, you got some pastors in North Carolina, you know, hats off to y'all. But like I said, like Jasper was saying, some people are proclaiming to be high in their faith and they're not. And that's fine. That's what they are. But that doesn't have nothing to do so much with us okay we still have to we are still responsible for our walk with god and our relationship with god but at the end of the day you know i don't want to be a minister that i'm just talking and i ain't walking this is why i'm i've been preaching about identifying where i where you are okay be honest with yourself and be honest with god and do the work that you do that you need to do to get to where you need to be because honestly speaking the message that was sent off not only to us believers because we young you know so we, we look up to the older believers, honestly, you know, I can, I can truly say I look up to the older believers, you know, for guidance and directions and how to do things in life, especially when me and Jasper wanting to go in ministry, like we really be like, okay, who we can look to, you know, what's the example, what's this and what's that. But what God has shown us, you know, even when the, the fleshly examples, which are the men and women of God fail, we still have a holy example, which is the Holy Spirit. And he is the teacher of all things. And even if they fail, we still have a teacher teacher that's there to teach us and lead us and guide us on how to live this life in this earth even if they fall but is it cool no it's not cool because we still have to understand we are an example to this world and not only that we draw encouragement from each other so you know like for jasper for instance you know he's i'm sorry you got something to say um dang you said that um Like you, you said that we look to like uh, the older people, uh, right? Older Christians, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. But my first point of contact 
is Jesus. Absolutely. And I always, I always consult God first. Like God, look, what do I, what do I, what do I need to do? Or what is where I'm supposed to go? Like, what God, I need to an answer here. And if God leads me to go ask somebody, then pause real quick. I'm sorry. Um, as I always tell y'all, God is our source. God is the source of, of your life, so stay connected to Him. Y'all be easy. Hey y'all, I do apologize for having to cut the podcast off prematurely, um, but due to the time that I'm allotted on here, um, I had to end up cutting it. But if you are interested in seeing the full video recording of the podcast, you can definitely go over to my YouTube page, which is Keandra Redman, okay? And it'll definitely be loaded up there. Um, the title of it is Ask Pastor J. And while you're there, feel free to like and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, okay? So you can keep up with me, even if you're not on the live podcast, okay? But like I always leave y'all with, God is the source of your life, so stay connected to him.